Next, we're going to add a couple more shops in who are doing some more unique things and just get their perspective, their take on what's been going on. Um, we've got obviously Stephen Ferrick back over at Campus Inc. We are having Max Hellman over at Family Industries. He's over in Los Angeles. And then we are adding Justin Lawrence over in Oklahoma City. Um, just sent him an invite as well. Um, so he can, oh, he's joining perfectly. So um, I'm going to go around. I've got a couple questions I want to poke you that I've been collecting from everybody. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll start off with you, Justin. Tell us, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts? I know things have been really, really difficult, but, you know, what are your thoughts around everything going on right now? How, how are you dealing with it? Um, one, one cold pop at a time. That's the first, like, uh, so raise a glass. Um, that's the first part of being self-employed. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I'm trying to, it, we, there's perks of, I would say, to take advantage geographically, you know, where you are. Thankfully, in Oklahoma, you know, we're, we're probably going to be last in line to see a lot of things roll out unless our president, you know, declares a national emergency and shuts everybody down. Um, but until then, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to communicate openly and transparently with my team. I'm trying to let them know that like, hey guys, I'm scared, um, I'm uncertain, and I'm doing everything that I can to support you guys and fight for you guys. Um, we had to uh, make some hard decisions, which we can get into later, um, but I, I'm trying to just be here and trying to remind my team that I'm with them, and um, I don't know how we're gonna look at the end of this, but um, but we're gonna, we're gonna stay together while we do it. I appreciate that. That's I appreciate the honesty there. Max F family, you guys do what half live printing, half custom printing. You guys run a pretty big business there too. Um, live printing, I mean, that's an interesting space, especially right now. Don't What's get into it right the second. Yeah, don't get into it. <laughs> Just if you're gonna do it, set it up, but don't get into it. We had we saw inklings of the the slowdown probably about like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Um it started like certain events still went. We had some up until this last weekend, um, but we had cancellations come in pretty much every day. I think we had something like 30 uh, overall, um, some postponements, things like that. Um, and it definitely hit us. So it was one of those things where we had to really like evaluate uh, how we were going to move forward with everything, um, you know, especially in house too, because we do a lot of, uh, event printing in-house as well so the same thing happened where with like justin you know we had to kind of evaluate our structure going forward and uh you know save our cash flow for the long run like you guys have already been talking about so you know we we had to let some people go and it was really really hard your next 30 days i, I mean you talk about the strategy that you're trying to take um max with you what do you what do you think the plan lays out like what are you watching for uh what are you trying to do what are you spending your time on so we cut back our staff um quite a bit um our plan is to listen to what california has to say um i i'm anticipating that la is going to do kind of a, a shutdown um, orange county just did and palm springs just did um you know i think it's going to come at some point soon um, but until then we're kind of just taking things easy um, we have our new facility that we want to move everything over to 
um, that was originally supposed to happen by the end of the month. So we're going to kind of take it a little bit more slowly on that side and, and try to get over here um, when we can clean up our old shop. Um, you know, but it's an ethical thing. Like how long do we let our employees work um, while this all goes on? I, I feel it's really tough. You actually brought that up too, Justin, the ethical conversation of it, of, of keeping the people there when the news is telling everybody to stay at home. How do you evaluate that? It's hard. Um, because, you know, on one hand, like I have, you know, we have real data that's coming out, albeit right or wrong, you know, saying how many cases are in Oklahoma. Um, and I know that, uh, you know, the responsible thing for us to do is to social distance and to uh, not put our employees at risk. And, th and then you juxtapose that with, hey, you don't have any symptoms. Hey, you don't live with anybody who's immunocompromised. Hey, like you want to work and you're willing. I, you know, I made it, we had a cool, all of, so at the beginning of this week, we sent our sales team and our art team home. Um, anybody that could work from home, do that. And that's a, I feel like to all of you, no matter what size shop you are, if you haven't made at least that concession yet, you have to start making concessions. The sooner you make concessions, um, like for us, like we had a round of layoffs yesterday. Um, we made those concessions early because I thought that it would be merciful for those people to go um, be able to go draw unemployment benefits. And, and the sooner that you're able to begin making concessions for your business, depending on where you are risk-wise, um, you need to do that. We, I don't, I don't have the liberty of just closing the doors, you know, like that. I would love to, you know, I, I'm, I'm aggressively seeking money, um, so that I can do that for my team. I would love to shut the doors and say, Hey guys, I'll see you in three weeks. Everyone's getting paid. And then we come back. But that, um, I don't think that that's going to happen. So we're, we're just trying to responsibly navigate this and it's kind of a waiting game. I'm either going to either the work will dry up completely and, and we'll have, and I, I have some, some of my team that's on this stream right now. So I'm, I really want to be measured and careful with this, but, um, they, they're laughing at me. Um, I, I want to make sure that, um, you know, if we do have to shut down, that it's we can maintain and and work is drying up. You know, we had a we had a three week window where we were booked pretty solid two and a half, three weeks. And and our work takes about a week and a half to two to fill that pipeline. And so we've already noticed that drying up. Um, and there will come a point where the government either says, hey, you guys have to shut down or um, we'll get everyone will get so sick that we can't work or um, there won't be any work. And I'll just have to tell people like, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Um, I'm just trying to be really measured and making sure that, you know, looking at layoffs versus furloughs, um, you know, team, I want to hold on to as much of my team as possible because there's, while there's some positions in our organization that are pretty uh, simple to replace, um, there's some that, might be easy to lay off today, but impossible to replace tomorrow. You know, ethically, I have a I have a personal assistant. Um, it makes it, and Tess is watching this right now, and she has to be thinking the same thing. Like, it makes a lot of sense that that's one of the first positions that I should lay off because, like, I I've been telling my team, like, hey, we're gonna go back in time, right? We're gonna go three years back in time. We're gonna scale sure. back and we evaluate. And I didn't need an assistant three years ago. Um, but the, the challenging piece with that is the, the chemistry and the, um, like how such a good fit she is for that position. If I were to lay her off today, she would be impossible to hire in 30 days, right? You, so you have to evaluate like your, 
your especially like upper leadership or your ride or dies or people that are with you. Um, so I think some layoffs or furloughs can be pretty like, hey, this is what we're doing as a team, and then some you have to be very very strategic with. I think the the other thing that we've we've started to do um, was you know like how do you start to decide who to cut? And I actually asked for volunteers first, and I said, hey, like we're a family where we live with, you know, we're around each other all the time. Um, if you feel like you could stay home, um, we'll figure out something for you on the back half of this. And believe it or not, I got more team players to come and say, look, I'm okay. I'm not going to go hungry or broke. Like I can last for a little bit of time. Um, and you know, let, let this person work because they need it a little bit more than me. And that was, um, you know, like I've never had to ask my employees who doesn't want to get paid right now. But what we're finding is, you know, like the people that go home, what are, they're just hanging out at home, you know, like so it wouldn't be crazy to ask for volunteers um, or, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about a delayed bonus with them. If, you know, they for every week they take off unpaid I'll, when, on the back half, I'll get them a couple days of paid vacation or something like that. Um, but we've been we've been seeing that our team is more like subservient and, and like trying to actually help each other um but i think what i learned from justin was communicating with your team openly honestly regularly and not keeping them in the dark and uh, early and early. early and having conversations with individuals and you know i i talked to a couple of my employees and i said you know like if you're willing to share you know what's your financial situation so i know because like we're a family and I want to want to make sure that we are together through this as much as we possibly can. And my business partner, who is twice my age, has said, you know, like if it worse comes to worse, my home is open to some of you. And that's yeah. that's crazy. But, you know, um, as I've heard from elders, we're going to make it, you know, we're going to rejoice 10x, whatever that is. But we just have to get through it. And asking your team for help is does not make you a bad boss, does not make you a bad boss whatsoever. Did any of you guys have to take into consideration uh, kids, people who have kids? Because right now in L.A., every single school is closed. Daycares are closed. Um, and it, I have kids. My business partner has kids. We have a few staff who have kids. And I know that's something that's going to be really, really hard. Uh, we just got the notice that schools were going to be closed until June. So nobody's even going to be going back to school. So it's like one partner is going to have to stay home. They're, what are we going to do for daycare or school? So I know that's something else that we had to take into consideration. Uh, healthcare, whatever it is, there's so many things that I think we as business owners have to take into consideration when you talk to the staff and be upfront and honest with them and how you kind of go through um, who stays and who, who may have to go. It, it's so hard. It's not, it's, it's the hardest thing that we've had to do as a business. And I'm sure it's the same for you guys as well. I think one of the eye-opening things to echo a little bit of what Matt said is like, I had to decide about a week ago and I'm, I haven't done this fully, but I, I'm having to swallow pride. And that's a hard thing for me. Like, it's a hard thing, especially when you built something that you take pride in, that like the community comes around and high fives you all the time, you win awards and you get to do shit. Like, at some point you have, I think the more, and I'll speak this to all of you as leaders, like the more vulnerable you can be early and you can show your team that you're confused and you're scared and you don't know what to do. I think that letting them in, um, 
you know, showing them that your fam, that you're suffering. Per- so I, right. Like I lay off eight or seven people. And I also said like, I'm not going to pay myself for two months right now. What that means to everybody as a business owner is a very different thing. Um, but I know that like ethically and like integrity. And so I could kind of sleep at night or try is that's a concession that I make. And so I think it's important as you lead, like we've heard all of these things growing up, like, you know, lead by example and make sure you're, you're on the front lines with your people. Like you need to do that. Um, you, you need to think about like, if you're going to ask your production team to work, then you need to be at your business. You know, you need to be with your crew. You need to be encouraging them. They need their leader, their captain, their whatever you want to call them. But you have to, this is going to hurt all of us. And I like shame on you, Mr. Business owner or Mrs. Business owner. If you're not making personal concessions um, first, I'm sure most of you are because we're all like, cut from the same cloth and we all care about people, but just make sure that um, you're swallowing your pride and you're doing everything that you can to sacrifice for your team. Um, Steven just said he's out. I guess he couldn't. He's gone. Couldn't make a session. <laughs> hey guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's a really good point. Um, Max, you, you brought that question up, which I think is something that a lot of folks have too. It, was there, I mean, I guess, how did you, you don't have to go into too much detail, but like, how did you evaluate that? What, you know, we had, we had that meetings, process? lots of meetings. We talked to, uh, you know, the managers in the shop to see what we can do to, to make a buy. Um, and it, it's not easy. We put our staff on unemployment um, because we know that they're paying into that. Um, so the staff that we knew that that's going to be the best bet for them moving forward to make the money that they need to make. Because in California right now, uh, there's reduced hour pay and there's also unemployment, unemployment pay. So by putting them on that, as soon as we figured it out, um, we gave them the notice to file that and it's going to be a shorter turnaround time. So either way, whoever we decided on, it was just something we had to go through one by one and say this, you know, we can do this person, this person has to stay. Um, there's a little bit of seniority that goes into it too. People have been with the company. Um, it's it's weird because I'm sure a lot of you guys have started your businesses during the first recession, you know? And I know a lot of people were there 2007, 2008, 2009, and we were all smaller businesses then. So now we're at a completely different point in time where before you were a little bit smaller, now you may have more employees and you have to you have to navigate this in a completely different way than when you're a small company when you only had to worry about one or two people um and uh it's it there's no there's no right answer here it's, it's been it's it's kept me up at night it's kept my business partner alex up at night it's kept other people up at night and you know you feel that that hole that pit in your stomach that just you, you just feel it dropping constantly ever since this has happened like i think all of us are kind of on the same page where it's just like you know it's a bad dream you wake up and you're like man what what the hell is going on Right. Yeah, one hundred percent, Stephen. Um, when you were evaluating, you you had to also go through a couple um, tough aspects. How did you evaluate those pieces too? Like Max brought up, or our roles that were more crucial. Was it thinking about okay, when we were small, here's how we have to get down to? Or, yeah, I know I mean, artwork has been a big thing that you've done with. Um, Graph, graphics source too. Right, like we outsourced our art department um, and that that's helped us a little bit and stuff. Um, but more importantly, like cutting out all extra costs, um, you know, like um, we basically are like, okay, what runs our company? Printavo runs our company, so we can't get rid of that. Um, but really it was like, you know, our email campaign tool, 
I, I spent a pretty penny on like a really nice tool. And I was like, let me just suspend that for a month. And I kind of went down the line and was like essentials, non-essentials. You know, I think I splurge on some things and uh, I kind of went through and I was like, okay, I can cut that. Okay, I can cut that. Okay, I can cut that. Um, I went through every like credit card and figured out anything I was subscribed to and just started kind of axing them because they do add up. And if that's like one more employee I can keep um, yeah. for not to have, you know, the coolest Shopify app for a month, that's okay. Uh, but then the other thing I did is after whittling that all down, I basically made a number that was like, here's what my business costs every day to stay afloat with zero revenue. And that's what I'm just going to be kind of burning like an ante in, into the pot. And I need that burn to be as slow as possible. Let's take it over 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Um, and let's like figure out what that number is. Um, because, and, and when, you know, you know, we were at two auto shop, we've got like 15 employees, your burn is pretty high every day. Um, it could be anywhere from four to $5,000 a day just to stay open. And so I'm like, what do I need to bring that down to $300 a day? Um, and you know, that's kind of what I've been doing every day and it's sad. It sucks. But when we come back, I'm going to be so much more frugal. I'm going to be so much smarter because I'm just seeing this all because it's like a forced hand a little bit. Um, I'm sure Justin, you've been doing that too. And, you know, cause we have some fun. We run, we try to run fun businesses. We try to splurge a little bit. We all like to, and we were, I think the industry, everything was riding super high. So, you know, I look at it as a little bit of a course correction um, and a lesson rather than, you know, the world ending, I guess. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. As we come towards the end here, um, any last thoughts, uh, Max, on your end? I, um, well, I guess we'll go around to everybody if they have any last thoughts. So just it could be anything business-related, personal-related, anything to share that you found to help, things like that. I mean, just it's things like this, reaching out. We've reached out to a ton of other, other shop owners and just kind of checked in with them and, and you know, see how they're doing across the board and think of ways that you can maybe collaborate if that's possible. I don't know the how, I don't know how that looks or how that works. Um, really keep an eye on your cash flow. Um, you know, it, it, like Steven was just saying, like if you are able to find out what your expenses are per month and, and maybe take some of those off the books and minimize it during this time, because we don't know how long this is going to go. So you want to make sure that you have enough to run uh, for a bit of time. Um, and then, you know, like this, the ethical thing, be just keep up with what's going on. And, you know, if people need to go home and they, they need to stay in for two weeks, you know, don't, don't fight it. Just, we gotta, we all gotta be in this together. I think that's all, all it comes down to. We, I just saw an article that a 35 year old, a 34 year old passed away from in Glendora, which is about 20 miles from where we are. Uh, he was in Disney world and he came back. So it's like, it, we're not immune to the, the, uh, the coronavirus and people may get it, you may not get it, but you know, just be careful, uh, be careful out there in general. Yeah. I think, uh, I'd say like support one another in our industry. Um, you know, if we all go and ask Bruce for free printable, well, you guys aren't going to have a company anymore to support us. And I'm serious, like as, as blunt as I can possibly be, um, you know, I'll cancel something outside of our industry before inside. I got my Oklahoma shirt company, lucky shirt right there. Um, don't cancel, don't cancel it. I can't cancel it. Uh, but seriously, if, if my business shuts down for a month and I'm able to shut my doors, I might get a job and contract it out to Justin. If I know his shop is open 
because right. that can help him out if we're good. So those smaller shops out there that are able to kind of shut their doors, it's okay to job a couple jobs out and, and send them to some bigger contract shops uh, because we do rely on them. And like they're hurting, you know, they could be hurting even worse than us when we only have a couple employees. So, you know, that's not a crazy thing to do is, is to close down for a little bit and sub out your jobs. Mike Chong can give you a lesson about that if you need it. But uh, we should support one another completely during this time. Um, and if that means, you know, one of my employees could go help another shop out, so be it. Um, do the right thing and, and, and things will be okay. So. Justin, closing words. I have four quick things. Um, first of all, like it's your responsibility as a business owner um, and as a leader to communicate to your team what's going on. Um, there's a lot of like there's a good amount of people that work for me that I think they just come to work, they put their heads down, they do it, but they're not aware of like how dire the things are outside of this place. So make sure that you're telling your team to prepare and to protect their family and to fend for themselves and to get ready. Because you know what, like if this isn't, if this doesn't get as big as everyone thinks that it is, then awesome. Um, but if it does, like you sure would want your team to be prepared. I believe that's your responsibility as a leader and as a business owner. Um, I also want to encourage you, like lean into your team locally, like because at the end of this, whoever you're able to navigate through with them, man, you're going to come through so much stronger. I've been so impressed by my team, even the people that like I had to lay off. Like I was getting messages still today, like you're the best boss we've ever had. Like we get it. Like we understand, like don't miss out on the community and the strength that you have and the people that already are your ride or dies. Um, I would say to like all of you, like lean into the network, like lean into these people. There's 514 people that are watching this right now. Um, and they're people who give a damn and they're people who make and they're people who are entrepreneurs. And so make sure that you don't just sit back idly. It's what I want to do. I'll confess as a business owner, I want to shut my door. I want to not get out of bed. I want to just shut the world out, but that's what we can't do. And we have to be, we have to show up for one another. And then lastly, like the coolest thing we can do right now is most of us, if not all of us are artists. So, you know, the world is looking to us right now. So sing you know, paint, create, make, get out, live your life, like, and take what you do and, and put it on this platform that we all have such easy access to. And because we can support each other and damn it, man, everybody needs a little bit of extra joy and love and just art and goodness in their lives right now. So please do that. If you're scared to paint, who cares, man, just do it and put it on Instagram live and paint something. Um, it's just, it, it, it's so there's so much we can do to brighten each other's day. And, and Bruce, thank you for leveraging your resources. Um, if any of you can't afford your Printavo um, subscription for a month or two, please don't ask him. Call me, ask me. I'll pay your subscription. Like, because without those who support Printavo, then we can't do shit like this. There's not there's not one champion in this industry right now that's doing as much for us as uh, the collective small team that Bruce has put together. And we can't work without you. Um, I know Max and, and Steven can't work without you. So thank you for what you're doing, Bruce. Um, and man, just, I can't say thank you enough. Your whole team. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. I know thanks we're- to, Thanks to Luke too for that blog. I think everybody's gonna take, Luke take crushed that. It. Yes. Luke crushed it. You're awesome. Really use that information, it's incredible. So just, yeah, just every resource. Put, uh, put IFS Long Beach on the map for 2021. Just will work on a new Mark McGrath, uh, uh, you know, sublime, and uh, we'll have some fun.
Thanks. Thank everybody. you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining. Really, really appreciate it. Um, we're going to revise and, and see if there's any updates and to put together for next week. Um, thank you guys for joining us, Justin, Max, and Steven. Yeah. It's been awesome. Cheers, Thanks guys. And for the tips. Um, everybody who's joined, 500 plus, that's been absolutely incredible. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, we're going to keep updating that in that uh, document that Luke put together as a survival guide. As so many things change daily, so that's going to be a living document. Really, really appreciate it. We will put this uh, recorded video up on YouTube. We'll start off building it now. So again, thank you guys. We're going to make it through. We're going to do this together.